0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me today for Pursuing God, where, as always, we spend a few minutes together, Monday through Friday, to kind of help you begin, end, or get through your day with just a greater sense that God's there, and He cares, and He loves you. This week, I want to unpack a very important passage of Scripture. It's found in the New Testament book of James. And uh, I call it a very important passage because it very clearly and powerfully addresses a subject which there's been, honestly, tremendous controversy and confusion about for almost 2,000 years. From the very infancy of the church, believers have kind of been divided into two camps over this issue. There are many ways that people can be divided into two groups. For example, there are uh, doers and talkers, there are morning people and night people. There are cat people and dog people and conservatives and liberals and introverts and extroverts and people who like chick flicks and men, uh, Green Bay Packer fans and normal people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but wearing a block of cheese on your head is just not normal. Uh, for years in church history, Christians have been divided over whether we're saved by faith alone or or whether we're saved by works. Another way this divide surfaces is uh, by randomly asking people why they think they'll go to heaven when they die. And most people will answer that question in one of two ways. They they either say, well, it will be because of my faith, my belief in Jesus Christ and what he did on a cross for me. And others will say, it will be because of my works, my good deeds. And they'll explain that it's like there's this giant Whiteboard in heaven, and on one side are all the good things I've done, and on the other side are all the bad things, and when I die, it's just simple. If the good deeds have more on it than the bad deeds side, then I'm heading to heaven. So which is it? Are we saved by faith alone, or are we saved by works, or is it some combination? James, the Lord's brother, who became a leader in the church in Jerusalem, wrote one of the very earliest books written in our New Testament. And he addresses this controversy uh, in chapter 2, beginning in verse 14 of James. And right away, we get a clue of what James wants to teach us regarding this issue. And I want you to take note of the word claim that he uses. That's the key. He says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if people claim to have faith but have no deeds? Can such faith save them? He's saying that a person who's claiming they have faith, but their faith doesn't show up in the way that they live is a person who has kind of a false understanding of what real and genuine faith is. Recent research attests to the fact that many people claim to have a faith. A few years ago, an interesting article by Kenneth Woodward in Newsweek magazine reported the findings from their research, and it came to this conclusion about faith in America. The article begins with these words. Sociologists have long puzzled over surveys that show that the United States is the most religious nation in the advanced industrial world. And when asked, more than 90% of Americans profess a belief in God. But sociologists were left scratching their heads because while 90% claim they believe in God, the research shows that if you put 100 people in a room and half of them are believers and half of them are non-believers, and you were to divide them based on lifestyle and behavior— It would be statistically impossible to separate the believers from the non-believers because there's just really no measurable difference in most lives. So it's very true. A lot of people claim to have faith, but when it comes to lifestyle and behavior, they have no deeds, no evidence, and there's no fruit in them. Uh, Let me try to explain this conundrum this way. If I asked you, do you believe it's important to take care of yourself, get in shape, Every one of us would claim, well, yes, intellectually, I believe that to be true. But if you eat whatever you want and you ever really get around to exercising, can such faith in the importance of a healthy lifestyle improve your health or longevity? Well, obviously not. Americans in overwhelming numbers claim that their health is important to them. But I read the other day that the most popular food at state fairs (laughs) is a bacon cheeseburger with a bun made out of two Krispy Kreme donuts. It's very easy to say one thing and to do another isn't it? A claim to have faith is different from possessing a true authentic genuine faith. And James makes it clear that a verbal claim of faith is not the same as living out your faith guided by a saving faith. Hebrews 11:6 says without faith it is impossible to please God. So so this week together let's focus our minds our wills our actions on growing a deeper genuine, God-pleasing faith. God, I thank you for this new week. Thank you for your word. I thank you for the way it challenges us, the way it speaks to us, and I pray that we would allow it to speak to our hearts today. I pray that there would be alignment with our faith and our actions, and we wouldn't just claim to have faith, but it would be seen in the fruit of our lives. Work in our lives. Use us this new week, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you back here tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple.